But I'm back. I'm on the right page. So, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah. So, but I'm here for y'all. I'm here for y'all. We here for y'all. I was talking about how I was going to freestyle and all. Like, that was crazy. Dragging it. Who, me? Yeah. I don't think I'm dragging it. I, I am what I am. You could like it or love it. It feel 50, good to 50 grand to think nothing of it. Okay, how are you, brother? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Um, man, I really was on the wrong page going live. You was talking too, like talking too, like waiting for people to join it. Like, yo, what y'all waiting for? Yeah, like you was on the right page. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, man, and it, it was. I was. I was, I was giving what giving them what I used to give out for. I was the beatbox or my freestyle in the beginning, and I had to realize I'm on the wrong page. Shout out to all the Coach Shakes fans that are out there that were very confused about you going live because you don't go I live on that page. Point at that moment, so mm -hmm. we was good money. All right, well, welcome. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the All Done Podcast Live. I am DJ J Shakes, the chosen one. That's my boy Tracy. Tracy, what's good with you? Nothing, man. You know we are adults, so I, I want people to understand that this is definitely a labor of love. Me and my brother coming to chop it up with y'all, the, the people, our family every week, and we we love this. Um, so that's why we do it. It's like you know, chopping up with my guy at least once a week in front of all you is a is a is a pleasure. So thank y'all for tuning in. You know the ones that do each and every week. We appreciate it. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. We definitely appreciate y'all, man, and. We give y'all, we gonna we give y'all what we can. We give y'all everything we got, man. Cause we, you know, we believe in what we're saying. Um, we let you know when we decide to play devil's advocate, but for the most part, we we stand behind what we say. No doubt. So um man, how was your week, man? How was everything? You you know? Yo, man. I mean, obviously last week I broke the news to the family, a little flooding action, had to get the floors redone, moving stuff and Reunpacking, it's like having an apartment, and then you have to like pack it all up and then unpack it again. So we're we're in that unpacking stage, but we're we're nearing the finish line. Everything is hopefully going to be back to normal by the time y'all see me next week. So I'm excited about that. How about you, man? What's going on this week? That's right, man. This is um first week back to work. You know where I work every like every summer, and then at the end of the year we get two weeks off of work while I shut down. And uh, this is my first week back to work, and um. I mean, work was work. I'm I'm tired. I'm for so, sure tired. Uh, but you know, but we're bringing the energy tonight, though, because there's some interesting topics to chop it up about. Definitely bringing some energy tonight. We definitely bringing some energy tonight. So, uh, yeah. So we can I came to talk about a few things. Um, did you see that? I want to say it was like three surviving members of the Tulsa bombing. Of the Tulsa bombing, um. They were suing for reparations, pretty much. Yeah, you're not gonna like you're not gonna like my you're not gonna like my energy on this one. But go ahead. What's your energy on this one, bro? Tell me. Tell me what's your I mean, well, you gotta sum it up first because the people need to know. The people need to know the importance of Tulsa. Like, set it up. 
I'll let you do that. All right, so if if you haven't ever watched our show, you wouldn't know what Tulsa is. But Tulsa, uh, back in, I don't know the exact year, so I'm not going to guess it. Let's say 1924, and that's off the top of my head. 1924, we were, we had, we were thriving in, in what they called at the time Black Wall Street. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, thriving as a community and uh, pretty much uh, a gang of angry white people came and burned it down. To sum it up, that's just the summary of it. And um, there's like three remaining living members or something like that. Yeah, or, much more than that, but go ahead. 1921, I was close. You was close, good job. Nah, I mean, yeah, but I'm talking about there were three remaining members that were suing for their reparations. Sure, sure, sure. But the town, like, for those of you who have seen, there are a lot of Tulsa documentaries. And if you haven't watched any of them, you you absolutely should. There are many people um, that that survived the massacre, but I I don't want to interject like that. My bad. Go ahead. Nah, family, go. You you want to just tell the story, or you want? No, no, no. Go ahead and tell the story. Because I was on the way. I was getting it. My bad. My bad. I know near and dear to your heart, and it's near and dear to your heart as well. (laughs) We can see the passion. We can feel the passion through the mic. You should. Nah. Um. So yeah, but three, three, three of surviving people from those attacks uh, uh, were suing the government, I believe, or maybe even the uh, city of Tulsa, and or um reparations for damages and things they lost during those during during the, those attacks and it was thrown out it was they weren't they were refused their reparations mm-hmm. and i'm gonna let tracy take over because you know he's gonna articulate this crazy i'm just gonna enjoy the ride i think there's nothing really to articulate but for those people who are always petitioning about voting and like, go ahead, spin this one. How do you, I don't even understand feasibly how you could not give these people their money because that's the argument to reparations, right? The argument is always that it wasn't you picking the kind. Right. Okay, fine. So that's your argument. So now I have here are black elders who survived a race riot massacre asking for compensation, however you'd like to phrase it, and you deny it. So I don't, and I mean, I was reading a lot of articles and honestly, it was a lot of words salad on the reason why it was thrown out. Um, when we started to talk about statutes of limitations and they were getting into a lot of gibberish that I, I can't respect because I, I think that time in the country, it wasn't like statute of limitations. It wasn't like at that time they could go and be like, you just stole money out of our banks and burned down our prosperous black town give me my money during Jim Crow or, or je- 1921, just before Jim. This is before Jim Crow. We're talking about sharecropping is just getting over, right? We're getting in. We're about to really get into some real nasty racist shit in the country in 1921. Right. And so for those people who deny, I mean, it's a simple question. Please tell me. Tell me Tell me the, the logic or reasoning or, or I, 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 I pose this question to my partner. What is What could be? You give me logic reason on something like this why would they not give these people their money that they're owed i mean because they're in power and yo it happened we did what we did so do something about it now we give you no bread back it's like a bully taking your money and saying no i'm not giving it back so you stole such as from me so take get it back and um at some point like i said i don't know when 
I don't know how. And of course, on the All Done podcast, we don't throw the R word around. That's some try not to. We try really to fight back. And at some point, they do because you're not gonna. And, and it broke my heart. I gotta say this. It broke my heart. There's one woman, and I don't, I don't know her name, and, and forgive me, but her picture is being pictured and it's circulating. They, they circulate. Yeah. Broke my heart to see this elder in courtrooms. And going through all of this just for y'all to look her in her face and tell her no. When she's a direct person that was affected by this race massacre. It, it just, it broke my heart, man, to see our elders have to go through that. And so for those of you who don't understand why I'm so passionate about things like reparations or, or why I'm always pushing us common folks, the common society, people that's out here living the day-to-day, working the nine-to-fives, it's going to have to come from us. And that's not just black, white, black, Hispanic. It's going to take all of us to make those in power realize that stuff like that is unacceptable. And I'm not, you know, I'm not like 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 my partner said, we don't advocate the R word here. I would never no, say, you know, I would never say do the R word, but at what point do people do a, a you know a population of people being pushed into the corner just continue to be pushed? Maybe we won't call it the R word. Maybe we'll say storming. We'll storm something because oh, it's more, that's acceptable. People. That's acceptable. It, and they, oh. they, you know, it worked for them. So maybe we should storm. That's something. a valid point. And my guy's always thinking, man. That's a valid you know, point. Uh, as I read this, like I see the judge threw it out with with prejudice, meaning they can't even try to bring it back. I believe exactly. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even give a reason. They were. That they were seeking damages to recover unjust enrichment. A lot. Some of the articles I read earlier today were talking about it's so long ago, which is a tired excuse that we we hear all the time. It wouldn't have been so long ago if you would have repaired it when when the damage was initially done, mm-hmm. right? Juneteenth, right? If you would if you'd have paid the money during Juneteenth initially, nineteen sixty whatever, then we won't have this problem. No, that's for sure a fact. But this sort of case is just one more example of America's including Amer- America's including Tulsa's legacy. Yeah, no, nah, I'm trying to see why. Nothing says why. But anyway, yeah. So that 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 was that that hurt. Something we didn't talk about in what you know in our you know when we said what we're going to talk about. Um, wasn't a law just changed that doesn't allow um affirmative action in. <laughs> In, what is it, college admissions or something like that? Yeah, so there's an affirmative, there's an attack on quote-unquote affirmative action, but I think a lot of Black people, and, and obviously this is a podcast, you know, by two brothers, and, and, you know, it's for Black people, but it's for anyone else outside of our culture that wants to learn about our culture from our perspective. Um, yeah, so a lot of Black people are not really tripping about the affirmative action thing, because I think a lot of Black people feel like, I don't know how much that really served us to begin with. Yeah. Um. Once again, I didn't. I didn't jump on that bandwagon. Hey, we got we got schools we can go to if y'all want to. You know, we go to HBCU. And it's not black people are not. They always try to make affirmative action. I'll say this about that situation. They always try to make affirmative action feel like, oh well, black people are getting this is your handout. Not really though. It's not everybody. Well, the obvious. Well, the obvious answer is not everybody goes to school. And that's the first one. And the second one is just because you interview or have to look at an application doesn't mean you have to accept people. Exactly. Right. This um, is a, I want to say it's the NFL that has a rule where it's a certain amount of coaches you have to right. interview 
head coach spot. You don't the have Rooney to. Rule. You don't have to hire him. The Rooney Rule, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and that's what's going on with the coach. Uh, what's his name? And so that's why when people are like, "Well, black people, y'all need to fight for this affirmative action thing," it's like that's not really our fight. No, it's it's it's, it's the old smoke and mirrors. And, and we've learned, and we've learned that the uh, affirmative action hustle con game, however you want to call it. It doesn't benefit us when it's working at when it's working, quote unquote, at top speed. It's not yeah. us that gets those benefits, right? You got a lot yeah. of other minority groups that are claiming that status. They say that I'm the I'm the affirmative action piece of this corporation. I'm the diverse piece that that satisfies the the affirmative action criteria for this corporation or organization. So, for me and for many black people, from what I've seen, it's like we're not nobody's jumping up and down trying to trying to fix that, trying to save that because it doesn't feel like us. It doesn't feel no, like that's for us. And even and even with that, let's say okay, affirmative action, we're hiring plenty of people, uh, black people, people of color, whatever you want to call it. But then what happens is when shit hit the fan, and we got to get get rid of people. What they do is well, the last ones hired should be the first ones fired well, because go. they don't have the time. Well. At first, we didn't have the option of getting hired, so of course we're like last. Those people weren't hired before me because of their, you know, merit and you know their their accolades. They were hired before me just because y'all wouldn't hire me because I was black. And if I remember, if I remember correctly, too, initially out the gate, now that this thing has been struck down, it's Asian Americans from some of the articles I've been reading that are kind of feeling some pushback about not getting you know, interviewed or not getting opportunities to to go to some of these Ivy League schools um, that maybe before this bill was struck down that they might have would have had opportunities to to try to get in. So, I mean, again, shout out to the Asian community nice. and it's love and it's not a... <laughs> shout out to the Asian community. It's love. I don't have no issue with y'all, but don't jump, don't, don't bash your chest when, you know, the black community is like, oh, we got our own problems. I.e. the Tulsa situation we just talked about. Yeah. So we, no, got our, we got our own and, fights. And, you know, once, we're, once we once we get our stuff all settled and, and create the justice system that we want and the America that we want, yeah, we're going to circle back and we'll, we'll be happy to help y'all. Uh, and um, and to circle back to what I just said, I don't have any, any issue with anyone individually as far no. as like, the Asian community, but I do have an issue with, I don't know, do you call it Asian supremacy? I'm gonna call it Asian supremacy. I don't um, know if that's it. I don't know if that's a thing. I think I'm about to coin it. Certain members of the Asian community are absorbed into whiteness because whiteness is a forever. Yeah, here, but then you mythical. know the Asian community also lives in Asia too. Oh, and, globally, it's a problem. Yeah, globally. Oh yeah, and the way we were treated, like I said, COVID was the most recent, and the way we were treated, this, that, and the third, and over there, and you know, so. That that when I say so when I say I have an issue that's that was my issue not personally like one on one I don't like you because you're Asian no I don't like what these communities did to us or when you see when they I think you've seen the video of the the U S Olympic team going by and you know the eight like they was in China I think or or Japan mm -hmm. somewhere and they was just looking at the bus saying nigger and they might have not I'm not even gonna say that no because they there's books. So you, excuse me, you know what you know, you know. So that that there lies my issue. So um, and so I don't think my brother's talking about an issue. It's not an issue so much as like we. It's no violence, but our community is is gaining a level of understanding that I don't know if we've ever had before. 
Every other group, every other ethnicity in this country has always looked out for themselves, and it's never been a problem. And so what Black people are saying, yeah, we need to look out for ourselves because we still have stuff like a, a case for Tulsa reparations being thrown out, which it's clear, it's clear cut. It's, no, it's a no-brainer on that one. And somehow still, you, you, we're still dealing with what we're dealing with. And so just like every other group has, you know, we're just not going to put on the capes as much until we get our things straight. And that's no disrespect to you. We want you to, you know, thrive and the country was built for, you know, opportunities and all that stuff, you know, the forefathers, the white men said, and that's great. But, you know, it hasn't been our reality. And, and I think a large group of us are, are waking up to wanting, wanting more. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. So um, as we as we progress through this uh, show right now, um, we, we state this a lot. And um, I don't think we should have to state it as much anymore because People, people that love us, love us, and they know where we're coming from. So we don't do gossip stuff, but we we do use these certain situations and stuff as as a vehicle, as a tool to take us to a much higher point, a much stronger point, a much more important underlining point. So um, have you been seeing what's going on with uh, Miss Kiki Palmer? Yeah, man. Kiki had them cheeks out at the Usher concert. Kiki had them cheeks out at the Usher concert. Yeah, yeah so um, what's your thoughts? And feelings on what her I don't think they're married. No, no, no. And, her and child, how, her, how her significant other feels about it. And she said, she said, I think, and I don't know, maybe, but I, I I feel like she said something to the effect of I'm single until I'm married, which many women have that sentiment. Um wait, 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 wait. I see. Because I like I said, I don't I haven't been following the sure. after conversations as far as them to actually go, but yeah. But what is your feelings on that? Are you single till you get married? Am I saying Kiki should get married? I, I said, are you single till you get married? No, absolutely not. That's the that's ridiculous. But I, I mean, yeah, we could talk about that cliche because I think a lot of women subscribe to that. And I'll and I would say this to that notion: that's not plausible because why would a person marry a person that isn't acting like someone who's marryable? You are who you were before you were given the title. Yeah, so it's not like that's not it. Like that's we're gonna I, that's gonna be a clip for tomorrow. But yeah, it's not that's not plausible to be like I'm gonna be a total bastard to you. But then once you put a ring on my finger, or once I become your husband, then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a one. I'm gonna be real good to you. Like right? No, like you have to come and, and bring your best self to the situation. And then, your nose and be a wife instantly because yeah, we said I do or I don't. Yeah, so that's Maybe not sure. Yeah. But in real life, that's not how that works. That's so that's right. that would be my first thing to some of the, think, the pushback I've seen online. I think that comes from stuff like, oh well, don't you know, don't he won't buy the cow if you he get the milk free and stuff like that. And I don't subscribe to that. And it made a huge difference when they first started saying stuff like that, but people were getting married at fucking 14, 15, and 16. Like different time. Yeah, it was a different time. So the same things don't apply. Um, can you carry yourself with a certain, you know, decor? I, I sure. I don't know. But to say, you know, I'm single until I get married, then what are we doing here? Like what like if we're dating, you know, courting, dating in a relationship, whatever you want to call it. What are we doing here if you're quote unquote single until you get married? 
So and, I guess the other piece, the other piece is like because I think that that is a very small part of this. The bigger part of it is number. There are several parts. Number one, relationships on the internet. If you have a problem with your significant other, should you bring it to the internet? Is the first question. Mm -hmm. Which happened in this case, right? Kiki's significant other, or maybe not, baby father. He was in his emotions about how she was acting with with Archer. And he took it to the internet. Not sure that that was the best idea. Not sure. And then the other piece was what she was wearing. And a lot of people, you know, some men and some women found that to be a little too revealing for a new mom and someone who is apparently, I don't know, but I would imagine that she is looking to get married eventually. She is a public figure. Okay. Um, and this comes back to something I, you hear me say a lot, man, to each his own. To each his own. He shouldn't have brought it to the uh, internet. That was childish as that was childish as fuck. You a grown ass man. I mean, nah, he shouldn't have bought it to the internet, but we also live in an era where everything goes to the internet immediately. But let me play devil's advocate. Let me play devil's advocate, right? Because a lot of people are saying her disrespect was public, doing mm -hmm. what she did. And so he so should have addressed it publicly. So he dressed it publicly. Yeah. Um uh yeah. You know, um, my father always say the squeaky tie gets the oil. Or the squeaky wheel gets the oil or whatever that means. So, you know, he, he was he was publicly hurt. He needed to hurt people, hurt people. Um, I want to talk about more so of the backlash he's getting. Like, yo, oh, shut up. Cooking you, they you, just, you just her baby father. You a stay-at-home yeah. dad, this, that, and the third. And they roasted Like, them. that's not an important role. Yeah, they killing him. And that, that's not an important role. And that's, that will kind of roll us into what we, like, what, our underlying point tonight, or our main topic tonight, or what we want to talk about, because I wanted to talk about um, modern day buck breaking. Yeah, no, it, it ties in. It ties in. Actually, I didn't think it would tie in that well, but yeah, it ties in. <laughs> and that was just kind of on a whim. But modern day buck breaking. Uh, would you like to go over what buck breaking is before we get into the modern day buck breaking? Yeah, and and like my partner said, it, it ties into this this topic, especially when it comes to black men and and, and how we're treated sometimes, definitely publicly. Um, but the concept initially of buck breaking was slave masters sexually or otherwise demeaning their male slaves to get them on the same page and to keep them in line, and so that would often mean beating. Um, verbal, physical abuse, and and many times, you know, rape or humiliation, and so the process of breaking the buck could could do anything to demean him. So, for example, if 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 you got a slave and and he was trying his hardest to protect his family, certain overseers, masters would take this particular slave out in front of his family and and you know sexually assault in front of his family to yeah. to to make that point and so when people start to talk about buck breaking and 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 modern buck breaking and what a concept like that would look like today it's some people are shocked and then some people not so shocked that that we're still dealing with some of this stuff and i'm gonna tell you i i happen to be on tiktok and this that's what brought this to to, to light and brought this to mind and and um so i'm gonna see if i'm gonna see if y'all can hear it i'm gonna try to play this clip of of dave Chappelle speaking on it and let's see, let's see how this goes. Hopefully, I can hear it. When I see that they put every black man in the movies in a dress at some point in their career, I be connecting them. They're like, "Wow, this brother never wear a dress." It's happened to me. I saw a movie with Martin. Yeah. The movie's going good. 
So, you know, if you want to look that up, just type in Dave Chappelle would not wear a dress. Um, and really, that was just one clip. The other clip, it actually started with talking about Kevin Hart and um, his feud with uh, with Cat Williams. Like I said, just stuff that pops up on TikTok or Snapchat, whatever it was, whatever it was at the time. And it talked about how in order for a lot of black actors, comedians, you know, things like that, black entertainers to ascend to the next level, at some point they have to be in a dress. And um, it was, it was crazy. Excuse me. That's not a new notion either, right? Like there's been a lot of people who have said this. There have been actors from the 90s, eight. A lot of black people in Hollywood have come out and said, people want me to wear a dress before I can ascend to the next professional rung of my career. That's not new. Yeah, and it, it's crazy. Like uh, the, the clip also showed Kevin, they, they asked Kevin Hart about it. He was like, well, nobody's come to me about it. And, you know, you have to have certain, you know, boundaries and principles. Well, he said they tied it together. They tied it together. So Kevin is an interesting case because they tied it together. Kevin was always talking about, I'll never wear a dress. I'll never wear a dress. Yeah. And then on the Saturday Night Live skit, he was they, in got, they got his ass in the dress. You so, seen that? Yeah, I did see that one. Oh, and, you know, and they're saying um, that's that's what does it. Uh, you know, that in order to ascend to the next level, that's what, and that's what you have to do. And that right there would be a form of buck breaking, no? I think when, I think people have a tough time grasping the concept of modern day buck breaking because the origin, the original concept was so brutal that people don't want to misrepresent it. But that's a fact. I would say that buck breaking can, right? Because it wasn't just about sexual assault. Sometimes it was just about, I'll rip your wife and then send her back out to you. Or I'll put your child. A lot of boys on plantations used to be in dress because I'm buck breaking the children, the, the male children. Right, so this is a very deep history. And I don't know if we have enough time to go into how deep the, the history of buck breaking is. But in relate, how it relates to Kiki Palmer's situation is, here's a black man who makes less than his black woman and simply said, from what I seen, hey, he had a problem with the way he was dressed. She was dressed. Yeah. And if that's your band's opinion, for me, the respectful thing would have been just to say, hey, you know, I'll I value his opinion. I'll I'll attempt to not dress, you know, as as revealing next time. That way, you know, we can stay on the same page. But that's not the response from her nor the public. Nobody ever like yo. Nah, he should. He needs to set, shut up and stay home, or you know, blah 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 blah. And like I said, that 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 modern book breaking. Um, and it's done multiple ways. It's done. It was done in the. Excuse me. It was done in the um what eighties nineties with the with the drug bills and stuff like that. The three time the three time three strike you're out bills. Stuff like that. The so Joe, the Joe Biden bill, the Joe Biden bill, like, and then now you know, a lot of times we did stuff, and like I said, I know I'm I'm rambling because I is rough right now. Chop it up. But, um, I'm gonna make it through this. I got this. But like you know, now all of a sudden, weed is legal, right? Yeah. But a lot of people have felonies for drug possession or you know drug charges. But with that felony, guess what? When you when you do an application, a lot of applications ask, "Are you a felon?" Mm -hmm. now you remove now I can't get a job right 
but now I can't provide for my family. And in in today's society and in past societies, a lot of times men were looked at as the providers. So now what do you do? You remove that that what drives a lot of people to be men away. That's a form of you you broke me down as like as a man. I want to be my provider for my family. And and you took that away from me. So now what am I? You know? Well, and uh, not only did they take it away from you, what I did was I took it away from you and I offered the ability for your women to elevate through welfare, through subsidized housing. And now she's going to look at you as, as less than. And so these, again, these concepts are so, are so deep that it's, it's going to take longer than the 45 minutes that we do on this podcast to really break it down. But if you're interested in why our society is to a certain degree, the way it is, you know, do yourself a favor and do some research on on the buck buck breaking because there are a lot of movies on even the modern day version uh, and where that where that concept started. The literature, the research, the movies, the films, documentaries, these things are out there for for people that want to get into them. So, what do you say uh, in regards to the Kiki Palmer thing? A lot of people are saying that that man's insecure. What is your rebuttal? Is is he insecure? Is it is it plausible for him to be like, listen? That's the mother of my child. I'd prefer her to act and dress a certain way. I mean, I, it, it's a combination of, of both, actually. Um, really? Yeah, it's a combination of both. Um, like I said, especially in her case, she's a, she's a public figure. That's, you know, and lately that's been her her thing. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a sexy, strong woman, blah, blah, blah. But uh, hold on. Yeah, postnatal body kicking in, bro. Yeah, yeah, she's thick as cold grits. Yeah, she look good. Shout out to Kiki. She looks. She People looks are saying, "Why can't moms be sexy?" Post, post is saying everyone expects moms to. Address. No, that's not true. Seeing, I don't think that's what it was. You can, you can be sexy. I mean, that's not my argument anyway. Um, and some people are saying that. I'll cover up this, that, and the third. But I'm not necessarily saying that because I, I think Jill Scott is one of the sexiest women on the planet. I've never seen her. I've never seen her cash and prizes. You never seen her do what she did with the mic. The mic is one thing, but you've never seen her. <laughs> you've never seen her body, and and the second piece is she's always been single, and she's still like I don't, I never knew of no public figure that just got was dating. Yeah. My point is that the the vehicle that we want to use, because again, I don't really give a fuck, and I'm gonna have to curse, I have to I have to use vulgarities because I don't give a fuck about Kiki and her relationship. But there's a bigger lesson here to be learned in regards to relationships. And the, the simple fact is, if her man, if your man feels disrespected, even if he is insecure, what does it cost you as the person that you're in a relationship with to say, listen, I won't, I will do, I won't do things to put you in a compromising position. Even if I don't think or the world might not think it's warranted, you feel that. So at what point do we not say, okay, well, the, the society might be on Kiki, and maybe Kiki feels like that. You know, society's on my side. He's true. Yeah, and, but and your significant other said he had a problem. What makes it crazy, because a lot of these same women that, and I'm not I'm not trying to generalize anyone, but a lot uh, of the same people that are saying, oh, well, no, what's wrong with her doing that is the same one that'll get mad when he's liking pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, you liked her picture because this is the third. It's a fair point. It's, it's social media. I'm just liking it. I, I can still find other people attractive, no? So, you know, it's a balancing act. Like, I won't like pictures because I know, you know, you don't like when I do that. Whether you're insecure or not, you know, you I get it. 
So, but you'll turn that, you'll stop that, right? Simply. Stop that. So in turn, like, yeah, you can be sexy, but not revealing for me. I mean, you know. And she was, let's, let's just be real. I love Kiki, very talented sister. She was dragging her. She was, she's putting extras on it. She yeah, was, she oh, was putting extras on it. Because Usher, like, that. that's what he does during the shows. He come, he sing the women, this, that, and the third. That's his yeah. That's I his think story. it was more so of a big deal, like, because. She's putting extras on it. That's exactly of who she is and blah blah blah. Yeah, but I, I and again, I don't know. I want to say this, make this clear. I don't know if they're together. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know their situation. I they are, though. But if they are, yeah, I would get. So let, let's just let's just because I like to make it plain. Oh. I don't. I don't want to leave. Was it disrespectful if they're together? We're assuming that they're together. Was it disrespectful for her to do what she did with Usher? Was it disrespectful? If he took it as disrespect, then yes, it was disrespectful. Well, there you go. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding. I'm sorry. It just made me think of the five heartbeats. <laughs> when you're singing to late old girl in the, in the, in the, in the audience, mm-hmm. slid down in the chair, a man just got up and left. Yeah. And that would be, so now if he, because that's probably the way I would have handled it. If Kiki was my lady and I just had a baby with you, but you're choosing without, and I don't know, maybe Kiki told him before she went out, like, listen, I'm going to see Usher tonight. I'm gonna to get a little ratchet. Maybe she told him. You got ratchet. Um, she was just. She was, it was a little. It was a little ratchet. Just revealing it. It was a little ratchet. It is. Um, it's the our culture, and I wanted to say this about this because again, this is not about Kiki and her man. We don't give a fuck. But it is about using them as a vehicle, and so. Give a fuck. Whole culture has is, and, and this is a podcast for a later date. We have to. We have to get into whole culture. Because it we make it away. I'm sorry, what? We have to get into whole culture. Okay. Because on here on the all done podcast, we don't hold it. We don't, but uh, I think we need to make <laughs> we need to make clear lines and definitions. Right? You can't have one foot in some square shit and one foot in some whole shit. You gotta pick your struggle. No, no, it, no, no. I don't I that I don't agree with. Okay, go ahead. Tell um, me why. Wait, like like as a as a significant other, you can't. Yeah, I think if that's your job, you can. Give me an example. I think you know, like I said, she's a public figure. She's an entertainer. She's, she's yeah, but awesome. she doesn't. She's not in the sex industry. She makes music and she's an actor. You don't have your you don't have to have your ass out to be in either one of those industries. I mean, well, listen. She made I'm a just choice. Saying, she, don't don't no, give her that out. She made a choice. I'm not. Get, I'm just saying because uh, we're talking. We're, we're not, I'm not getting her out with him. I'm just saying. I can get it. Like, oh, no, nah, this is who I am. This is what I got to do, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so it was for clout. So she was on some clout shit. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that is that that definitely has to be a conversation between her and her significant other. I mean, clearly we know how he felt. He put it on the internet. He clearly didn't like it. It clearly did wasn't okay. He, did he feel that way before she went out? I don't, I don't know if she's seen right there. They're entertainers, right? You're traveling. Your, your significant other's there. You're over there. I don't know if he's seen her before or whatever, but I know when he turned on his, his Instagram and seen her in whatever she was wearing, grinding, doing what she was doing, he was like, nope, that ain't it. She that ain't it. That ain't it. I mean, so so let's, let's turn it into this. Even if you're wearing that, right? Yeah. There's still certain ways you should carry yourself or not you should, that... I mean, he may have felt you should carry yourself personally. Um, you should. And I want I want people to get away from this thing where I'm equal. I do what I want. That is not how any other group interacts with their partners. Only our culture wants that. What you mean? 
I mean, only our culture is saying I'm an independent woman. Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm not. I'm not beholden to you. I don't have to listen to you. The mm. things that might make you uncomfortable, I don't have to respect. That's mm. only us. That's only in our culture. Other cultures, Jose gets the ultimate respect, and he's a day laborer. Brad, who's a janitor or might work at Costco, gets the ultimate respect when he gets home. It's only in our culture. They're talking about this brother's a personal trainer, and he don't make the money she makes. And he makes. Only our culture brings that disrespect to the, to especially the men, black men. And so I, I'm not, I'm not saying yay or nay, right or wrong. I'm simply opening the door. Let's have the discussion. Yeah. Let's have. And the why discussion. are we as a people so willing to break him down for his feelings on it? And it's his relationship. And I'm not gonna. I, it's not like they they have had a baby together. You're not. I would I would call Kiki a liar if she came to me and said I didn't know that doing what I did would make my man feel uncomfortable. I tell her you're lying. That's a lie. Because no matter what women that I've been with that I've claimed, if you know me and we've been together for some time and we got babies, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you know I don't want you out with your ass out. I'm gonna go out and you know my yourself. you know my limit. You know the limits. You know what I like, what I don't like. Yeah, and just and vice versa. I know what you like and what you don't like. So same. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Like I said, um, my 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 story and my my point to that was how they how they ultimately drug him for feeling away. Oh yeah. And, try to make and I'm feel, not. I don't want to. I don't want to like less. Yeah. For um, make him feel like less for not. There's a little bit of. Make. There's like a little the average bit of, person doesn't make the money she makes. Yeah, it's fine. But there's a, and I don't know how, and I, I don't know. But I, I wanted to say, there's, excuse me, there's a little bit of wiggle room that I'll give him, but not too much because, I don't know, some of the stuff that they dug up was kind of, it's tough. He was talking crazy shit about Ahmaud Arbery and, and not complying. And he was, he, he said, oh, really? he said some things that I've seen. <laughs> excuse me. He said some, tweeted some things and said some things online that were kind of out of pocket. Um, and people are, you know, holding him to task and holding him accountable for those things. So, I, you know, it is what it is. But in regards to just how we deal with each other in our culture, in a relationship, no, it needs to be checked. And if I'm your man and we have a discussion or you're my woman and we have a discussion and you say you don't like me doing a certain thing and I go out of my way to do it, or I understand you don't want me doing a certain thing and I go out and do it, that's problematic. We call it disrespect. Yeah, that's a fact. Wrap it that's up, man. Oh, so, yeah. How do you wrap this thing up, bro? Because um, we covered a lot. Um, yeah, we ran through a lot of things. I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to go ahead and say, yo, man, that, that Tulsa thing, that's only the tip of the iceberg. So many more fantastic um, towns, cities, communities that we have you know, grown, raised, built up that were destroyed and no, if y'all, if, if this is how you know the society is going to act towards us when we're trying to come get our paper, um, we're going to have issues, and I'll leave it there. Okay. Um, before I get into my wrap up, I will say this, and um, you know, this might—it's not going to blindside you, but we talked about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, for my live listeners, for people that listen to us live, we are considering changing what night we go live um oh, yeah, no uh, let us know let us know what what night you might like where well, i think we're considering what sunday night sunday night was what we we're talking about yeah it's just it, it makes it easier for both of us um as far as you know life being life so let us know what you uh think about 
think about it if 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 you know we could get y'all to tune in on a Sunday night, this, that, and the third. But I'm gonna close on this. Um on 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 a whole buck breaking thing. Let's let's rally behind our people and um you know my brothers out here that want to stand like that's standing up and being men, stand on your square, bro. And um people like me and my brother Tracy, we're gonna stand behind you and we're not gonna let you have to uh you know bend over and or whatever for for you to progress. We're, our goal is to work toward our, our goal is to work toward um you know establishing our own so you don't have to do that. So you don't have to be less or you know you have to make a mockery of yourself to to ascend. Um well shout out to Tyler Perry who's doing just that, right? He might have had to do some things he maybe wasn't a hundred percent comfortable with, but Shout out to him for just continuing to you know, push our culture forward and, and hopefully give people our play into the other side of it because he wore a dress. That's what, yeah, that's the point. So I hope did that. So hopefully. You don't have to go through that. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, no, that's a fact. So, yeah. So, you know, let's let's work on doing our own thing so you don't have to do that. If that's Unless you want to. You to. Say, exactly. yeah, that's not what you really want to do, but they bring it to you like, oh, no, nah, in order to be the best, you have to do this. Um. If you want to, I don't. I don't knock it. Whatever, because then they then they're not laughing at you. You know, they're laughing with you because yo, I, I want to do this. This is not me making a fool of myself. This is something I wanted yes. to do, and it was funny to me. So, yeah. So, like I said, we we're gonna keep growing and building our our brands and our empires, and then this way, that that doesn't have to happen. Um, like I said this was this was a, this was a. It wasn't a bad one to get through. I'm just, I think me and my brother both had a lot of stuff going on and we're tired. Long, long couple weeks, man. Long couple weeks, but we're here for y'all, man. Yo, show some support. Go to Spotify. Oh. Go to Apple. Go throw on throw it on Pandora. We're on a couple of different other streaming platforms. Yo, stream our joint um, so that at the end of the year we can, you know, see what all of this is for. Sure, this is love. And on that note, this podcast is all done. Peace. Peace Let me see you. Love.